Captain's Log, Stardate 12-10-2021. This is me, William Shatner, sitting in the crew compartment of the Blue Origin, waiting to take off to raise this phallic starship to penetrate the void. I can almost feel the ship tremble with anticipation as we take off and reach for the stars. Scotty, status report. I'm sorry, Captain. The engines can take it. Welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm... I'm almost slipping into... No, I won't say... No, I'm Crumbly, and you are listening to... I almost said I'm slipping into Shatner. Wouldn't be the first, I'm sure. A little silk number. Crumbly's got a crisis. Crumbly's got a crisis. I'm Crumbly. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I... I'm merely Keith. Oh. My fakeness is not here tonight. Oh. Dead. I hope not. Dead. <laughs> well, you can't be sure again. <laughs> well, it's a council meeting. Show. I was going to say, that's good, dead, actually. She's having a listen to a council meeting. <laughs> so it's just Keith tonight. Yeah. Oh. At least she doesn't have to clerk them. <laughs> no, I mustn't say that. I mustn't say that. <laughs> Anyway, without further ado, premature. Have we done the welcome? Welcome. Yeah. yeah. Did we? Yeah. No, I'm half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Hence me being mere Keith. Yes. <laughs> Would you like a cup of tea? Go <laughs> home in a minute, okay? Okay. Anyway, without further ado, premature takeoffs besides. It's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who, Series 13, Timed and Named. Flux. Tonight is the night. Doctor Who is back. 609 days since Series 12's final on the 1st of March 2020, though there was a New Year special a mere 303 days ago. (laughs) Who's counting? Yeah. BBC One will screen Series 13's first episode at 6.25pm on this Halloween evening. BBC America will simulcast the episode, at least until they fall behind with their first advert (laughs) break, (laughs) at 2.25pm Eastern Time, with a repeat at 8pm. Other countries' times are uncertain, but there is talk of a global premiere event. (laughs) Sounds dubious. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps the likes of Australia and Canada can convert 18.25 GMT to local times. Yeah. Something like two o'clock in the morning or something? Mm, something like that. Yeah. We also have news on the writers. Christopher A. Chibnall 
has his name on all six episodes. (laughs) Does share a credit with the haunting of Villa Didatate. I can't pronounce that one. Villa Didatate writer Maxine Alderton for the fourth episode. So the fourth episode might be okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be called Doctor Who Flux. Indeed. Um, Opposed to Doctor Who The Chase. So so if you're watching it and catch up at any point, is it going to be called Doctor Who Reflux? Uh. (laughs) Or even Acid Reflux. (laughs) Yeah. Could be. Sorry. So, well, yeah. The day this episode goes out, Doctor Who is back. Mm. I think we've also had, did we mention it last, Ep, the title of the first episode? We didn't. I believe the title of the first episode is going to be called The Halloween Armageddon. Oh, okay. That's why it's going out on On Halloween. Halloween. Well, they certainly knew it was going out on Halloween anyway, Yeah. yeah. We had a Halloween-themed one before. I'm not sure yes. we have. Wasn't there the black and white? <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> it was an episode <laughs> of The Chase. The Doctor ended up in a haunted house. I think it was oh. Hartnell and you had Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, I know the... Multitia. It a, yeah, it was a wax, the a world's fair. Yeah, yeah. they were in a wax Halloween. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was... I don't, I I don't know if it was a Halloween, but it's the only Might one... Might have been a bit late for that. Yeah, but it's the only one that's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. That haunted house. Yeah. I honestly couldn't say. I think this is something of a unique one. Yeah. We don't do uh, that much with Halloween in this country generally. Oh, no. Although the shops won't need to believe otherwise. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> all that cheap orange plastic tat. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Tesco's Isle of Shame. One side at the moment is Halloween. The other side is Christmas. Christmas. It's yeah, the yeah. Isle of Shame. <laughs> the, the Isle you push the trolley down most near yeah. the quickest. <laughs> no Easter stuff yet, though. No Easter no. stuff, no. That's next Because Halloween has gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Marvel. Films delayed. Again. Oh, oh. Marvel has pushed back a few of the upcoming Phase 4 uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe films. The reason appears to be production delays caused by some pandemic or another, <laughs> rather than a fear of viewers staying away from the cinemas. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is... That's a good alliteration. Multiverse of Madness. Is now... Thank you, Keith. That's okay. <laughs> is now due in May 2022, rather than March. This pushes Thor, Love and Thunder, from May next year to July. This in turn pushes Wakanda forever from July back to November. The Captain Marvel sequel, The Marvels, is ejected into 2023, specifically into February. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is too important to move for anyone, so, rem- <laughs> <laughs> so remains in May 2023, but Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania is bumped from February 2023 to July. Hmm. Mm. We uh, still have two more films this year, both on schedule. In less than a week, we have The Eternals, and in December, Spider-Man No Way Home. That's a busy couple of years, and that's uh, without even looking at the numerous TV series and specials coming to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that's a lot of it. how that will affect other Disney stuff. Mm. I think because the TV series aren't moving. Yeah, well, mm. but I'm not sure they've I do dated. know Disney films don't like to release together. Yes, which so, is why they've all yeah. been pushed back by but, a slot. Yeah, so I, apart I'm, from Guardians 3. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... Mm. That's that's the Marvel Studio films. I'm just wondering yeah. how that affects other Disney properties. Oh, I see. Yeah, I would have thought yeah. that um, Marvel being a, well, a separate entity within the Disney Corporation. You would have thought, but that mm. this has happened before. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, they are generally careful not to have yeah, them. I, I can't yeah. come out at the same time. Something, something got delayed or moved back. 
It was a Marvel and I think... It could be a Pixar or something. Yeah, yeah. it was oh, a Pixar. Right. Mm-hmm. So, because it's all the other little branches that Disney... Yeah. Tentacles that Disney have mm-hmm. now. Yeah, you yeah. would have thought it'd be a sort of, sep- yeah, sort of separate corporations within an even bigger corporation. No, no. It's... They would have been able to operate to their own timetable. Well, yeah. even Marvel tried to somewhat work around other big studios mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Well, more particularly, they probably work around Marvel these days. But mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 For example, they tried not to come out with stuff at the same time Harry Potter films yeah. coming out. Yeah, stuff mm. like that. I think I think it was one of the Star Wars films last year or the year before. One mm, of the Marvel yeah. films was released roughly at the same time. Ah, oh, right, mm. and then got delayed. Mm. So, so in other it, words, they don't want anyone cramping their ticket. Yeah. ticket if, sales. Start. If it's a Marvel, that, yeah. if it's a if it's a Disney property, doesn't mm. matter what name it's being released under. Yeah. If it's a Disney property, they don't try to release them ah, at the same time. Mm. They're paranoid about their opening weekends. Mm. Yeah. yeah. they always got to be bigger and better on the last opening oh, right. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. If Clash is another big film, then that's going to... Often the, the opening weekend is when they make the majority of the money of the film. If it's awful, no one's coming back. Mm. If it's brilliant, they'll <laughs> yeah. make more. But that's, that's yeah. the... I've mentioned this before, but I love that there's differences between a British audience and American audience. <laughs> if the critics pan something in America, <laughs> nobody goes to see it. Mm. If the critics yeah. pan it in Britain, everyone goes to see how bad it is. <laughs> Mind you, with the cost of tickets nowadays. Oh, Christ, yeah. Just yeah. But we're not going to go to that. Yeah, no. I, I agree with you, yeah. Yes, how to kill cinema. Charge a ruddy fortune. Yeah. yeah. I found a cheaper cinema near me. Anything think, but Cineworld, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah. I think, I mean, Cineworld, they're not the, the only one, but no, we've all been stuck ones. indoors for 18 months mm-hmm. without yeah. flat screen TVs, watching yeah. movies draw us actually back into a cinema into an uncomfortable chair with <laughs> everyone talking and mobile phones going and yeah. all the rest of it charging nearly 15 quid a ticket yeah. is not mm. inducing yeah. it yeah i know they say it's all about atmosphere and the like but if yeah. you've got a family of four it's an expensive I, afternoon now. and so i agree that certain films are designed to be seen at the cinema oh, cinema yeah. that's where they should be seen mm. that's oh, where yeah. the output but having said that, they're mm. not doing themselves any favours yeah. with these ridiculous no. prices. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's all the peripheral drinks and well, yeah. sweets and whatever <laughs> to go with yeah, it that are, that are ridiculous on top. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. But there again, they've got a captive audience. Huh? Have yeah. they? As I said, most people are being turned away by the mm. price of a ticket. Mm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Wait a few months, you can buy it on DVD yeah. or Blu-ray. Well, that's the yeah. same price as yeah. one ticket. Yeah. 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 You can have it to keep forever. Anyway, that's, that's our little... Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so let's go. That's our moan. Yeah. The news. Uh, Doctor Who news. Ooh, again? More. Yes, more. Eighth Doctor and Charlie back at it. Ooh. Oh. Yes. Karen's going to be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Audio Mungers Big Finish are bringing back the popular TARDIS team of the Eighth Doctor and Charlotte Elspeth Pollard, oh. as played by Paul John McGann and India Fisher. The four-story box set sports the catchy name of Doctor Who hyphen the Eighth Doctor Adventures colon Charlotte Pollard hyphen the Further Adventures. It is a bit of a mouthful. <laughs> Can they actually print that all actually... on the CD sleeve? Yeah, you don't actually have to say hyphen. <laughs> you don't. It's still, still it is still a bit of a mouthful. There's barely enough room for the cover picture. On <laughs> yeah, and it comes in time to celebrate the twentieth anniversary of their first audio adventures. Good God, twenty yeah. years! Twenty years. Yeah, Fisher gushed over this. What a roller coaster these four celebratory stories take us on. We travel to Paris with an Egyptian mummy. We meet swarms of giant moths, change the course of history and meet an old adversary who appears to have returned from the dead. 
No, no. not Henry Crun. <laughs> I am thrilled to be back travelling with the Doctor once again. This box set is due in January 2022. It can be pre-ordered now on CD for £24.99 or £19.99 for download only. Mm. I think I'm going to have to pre-order this. This yeah, is obviously I got... I wonder where it's set in their timeline. Early-ish. I think probably after the first set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was... What is it? Two seasons? Two box sets? Yeah, somewhere. Worth. Slap them in the middle. Because that's the wonderful thing with time travelling. You can kill off who you like <laughs> yep. as long as you have an adventure before they died. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stick a few stories in between. That's what Big yeah. is all about. Mm-hmm. Aye. Find Aye. a little gap, even where there isn't really one. <laughs> <laughs> they leave, stick the crowbar in and leave a one out. Yeah. Oh, yes. Ooh, uh, anyway. Michael Ferguson. Dead. Dead. Doctor Who director Michael Ferguson has ceased to be aged 84. Good evening. Not not bad. Ferguson joined the BBC back in 1963 and quickly became an assistant floor manager on Doctor Who's second story, The Daleks. Mm. It was he who stood just off the camera and menaced Jacqueline Hill's Barbara with a sink punger at the end of the first episode. In 1966, he returned to Who as director of The War Machines, then in 69 for The Seeds of Death, 1970 for The Ambassadors of Death, and 1971 for The Claws of Axos of Death. (laughs) Other stories he directed included Zed Cars, Paul Templer, Colditz, The Sandbaggers. He then became a producer for the likes of The Bill, EastEnders and Casualty. Mm. Apparently it was he who introduced the Mitchell brothers to EastEnders. Ah. Yes. Well, of the stories he directed, all of those I actually do really like. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all right then. Can't be many directors did all three first of doctors. the original Doctors. Yeah. yeah. And I still want to know who Barbara's hairdresser is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that hairstyle of hers, I mean, it could stop bullets. I mean. I'm, I'm afraid Barbara and Maggie Thatcher and a load of them of that era were responsible for the ozone. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> sort of half a can of hairspray. Mm, that's it. Mm-hmm. Lots of back combing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Trump. <laughs> no, yeah. He forward combs, he doesn't back comb. Oh, okay, right. okay, yeah. It's all his own hair he paid for every single strand of it. <laughs> Any addendums? No, no, no. no I, I'm addendumed mm. out. I have no addendums. I've been busy. I've been watching stuff. I know it's Halloween when this goes out, but that's just weird. There is one kind of addendum. Lay it on us. I need to find it. One about Rich Franklin. Oh, oh yes. yes. Yeah, I heard he's in the hospital. He's having an operation of some kind. Yeah. Been unwell for a while, but I don't know the details. Yeah, there's not much details, but apparently Richard Franklin, he's had an ongoing medical issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the specifics of. And yeah, he's going to have to go into hospital to have a little minor operation. I'm not so, sure if it's minor. But, well, uh, yeah. to have an operation. So yeah. one, one wishes him well. Yes. yes. Don't catch anything you didn't mm-hmm. go in with. Oh, Christ, <laughs> that's... Yeah. <laughs> A surprising amount uh, of COVID got spread in hospitals. And you make a speedy recovery, sunshine. Yeah, so you can lay on a jeep once again. Mm. <laughs> and thus endeth the news. Dear listeners, we've all been watching something on Netflix, haven't we? Indeed we have. We have indeed. Signed up again. Oh, yes. For better or for worse. Mm -hmm. It'd be so long they'd actually delete my account. (laughs) To recreate my account. (laughs) There we go. Mm. Let's just say it's got bite to it. Yeah. And unfortunately, dead cats. Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, they look pretty bad to me. But anyway, Mm. um, we get on to that. They were wet. (laughs) Soggy, yes. Anyway, soggy soggy moggies. (laughs) Crumbly. It's like one of ours. When you're sort of sitting outside the door, you just see him pouring at the window and you realise you're soaking wet. (laughs) 
Crumbly. Yes. What are we watching? We've been watching Midnight Mass. Pour some music. The darkness deepens, Lord with me abide. Hang on. Some of hang. us would say we were enduring Midnight Mass. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I have to wish to make a statement. Okay, yes. okay. <laughs> I watched this first and enjoyed yep. it enormously, and then and then showed it to Karen, and mm-hmm. she watched it and enjoyed it enormously. Mm-hmm. And it was Karen's suggestion that we review this for the podcast. Yes. She's not here. Watch it for being mm-hmm. Halloween. She's not here. So technically, technically, it's my fault we any, watched this. Any flack, any flack is going to head your direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. It was a bit of a slow start to begin. It with. was quite. A slow yeah. beginning, yeah. It's a slow, it's a very slow burner, yeah. Slow start. <laughs> oh, okay, get it, get it. Come on. Slow all the freaking way. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Turgid, I think, is the word. Turgid. Oh, man, I'm not sure. I'd, uh... I wouldn't. I anyway, wouldn't put it to go with yes, that. Yes, you were saying slow start. Right. Uh, uh, essentially, essentially, it is an island off of New England somewhere, I think, in America. Mm-hmm. Seems mm-hmm. that way. Which has one of its lost sons finally returning home mm-hmm. after being involved in a traffic accident where he was drunk and accidentally killed a young mm-hmm. girl. In driving another car, yeah. Who's driving yeah. another car and has spent a numer- numerous years... Four, in, I think. I think it was four. Four but, years, but yeah. in, in prison, yeah. and he's finally come out and is now back at home with his parents trying to put his life together. Yeah. He's remarkable. In custody mm. in their care on yeah. the basis he goes once a week to the mainland for his AA meeting. meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a small fishing mm. it is, village oh, of about 147 people. It is a dying the, the village. Pl- the, the village is on its last legs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's isolated. They have mm. two ferries a day. Yeah. Otherwise, they're cut off from yeah. the mainland. Okay, yeah. there are fishing boats, but there's not a great deal of fish due to a rather large oil slick. Yeah. 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 You don't see the oil slick, but it is a port yeah. point and features in. To in the, the, past. the ongoing yeah. that was saga. some years earlier. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. When Fake Crumbly lived out in the States for a year, and sort of she has seen communities like that. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sort of, yeah, sort of, yeah, sort of literally a couple of hundred people, clapboard houses with all the paint peeling off of them. Yeah. It is a very desolate looking island and a very desolate looking mm. village. Yes. The, yeah. the island's called Crockett. Crockett. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. They have. Um, a, in breeding, yes, <laughs> they have one church. They have a priest yeah. who basically has been servicing the church since the year. So he's about serving his parishioners. He's, yeah, he's about well, eighty, eighty odd. And yeah. he, they, they got the money together and sent him off on a pilgrimage to, to the, uh, Holy Land. the Holy Land. Mm-hmm. And whilst he's on the pilgrimage, well, in his case, not so much the Holy Land. A young man turns up to be the parishioner with a very large. Trunk. Yes. <laughs> yes. Speed and then cats start dying. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that was really quite weird. It's the end of the first episode. Yeah. There's a there's a storm. Yes. And then the next day on the beach, all these cat carcasses yes. turn up, being eaten, pecked at by the seagulls. Yes. Yeah, all with the, their throats ripped out. Yes. I don't know. I've never really seen a, a soaked dead cat, but the, the hero cats they focused on didn't look that realistic to me. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably the worst. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, it's then that strange occurrences start to happen. Miracles. Quite, 
for want of a better term. Yes. A disabled girl. A girl stands up and walks. Mm-hmm. Then this new priest who's come yeah. in yeah. just tells her to stand up and walk. Yeah. Ebus, of course, is horrified by him telling her to stand up because she's paralysed. Yeah. What's he doing? Is he, is he trying to embarrass her or what? Yeah. But then she stands up. Um, there's a pregnant lady whose baby suddenly mm. disappears. Yeah. Yes. And there's absolutely no sign that she was ever pregnant. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of ageing makeup going on. Really yeah. quite blatant ageing makeup. Which I thought, that's a bit weird. But then I remembered you saying lots of the cast were the same cast from Hill House yeah, and it's, Bly yes. Manor. Yeah. So I thought, okay, maybe it's being made to look older because they wanted older characters. But the cast they had were these cast. But no, no there, there is was, a reason it's, for it's it. It's a plot point. Everyone starts acting how, with slightly more vigour. Youthful. Yeah. Yes. Youthful. 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 Yeah. yeah. Grey hair starts to turn back to mm. yeah. coloured hair. Wrinkles start to disappear. Smooth out. Yeah, Smooth yeah but out. then people start disappearing. Mm. Mm. All the while, this priest is a bit weird. Is, he's, uh, he, well, he's charismatic to start yeah, off with. He yeah. starts, how, how can I put it, starts sliding into the almost fire and brimstone mm, style, yes. style mm. preacher. Yes. He also sets up an AA meeting on the island so that our posies well, a hero. You could say the protagonist. The, the, yeah. the protagonist doesn't mm, have Riley to go off. Yeah, yeah, Riley can stay on island instead yep. of having to do the boring trip to the mainland. Yeah, and wasting a whole day to go to the mainland and back yeah and also you see him at one point top up the wine yes with from something his own else. Hip flask. Mm, yeah yeah my first thought was is he some kind of alcoholic he's got his own stash of uh, of wine on him all <laughs> the time wine. yeah but it turns out not to be quite that no no <laughs> and also i think it needs to be pointed out by that riley is haunted by his own personal demons Indeed. the fact literally his own personal ghost is the fact that every time he goes to sleep he still sees the woman he killed, mm, yeah. complete with the uh, flashing, flashing lights, lights the on the glass yeah. that is embedded in her face. Yes, yeah. Each of the episodes is named after a book of the Bible. So you've mm. got yeah. Genesis, um, Psalms, Proverbs, Lamentations, mm. Acts Gospels, of the Apostles, Acts yeah. of the Apostles and, and Revelations. Revelations. Yeah, it's very heavy on the fact that this little community is so focused on this church. Mm, yeah. It's so religious and uh, you got this one character what was her name again Bev uh, King oh Bev. yes yeah. who really takes it to the nth degree ah uh. <laughs> I think we should come back to her yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. so she's the right hand woman I suppose of the priest yeah. mm-hmm. as well as being she, she, uh, uh, working at the school she's I'm a cure Virgia yeah she's I don't know I don't know the terminology I'll, I'll, I'll she, com- she looks like a Virgin. yeah <laughs> Pen, pens, it, pens if, you, if you're um, Protestant or Catholic as to whether it's a Cure or a verger, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure which this was. I would say this was a Catholic church. Mm. Yeah, okay. oh, good grief, yeah. With mass, yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he wasn't allowed to get married, was he? Yeah, priest. so this is a Catholic church. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. how, much do, how much do we say? <laughs> well, um, I, I, I <laughs> think we have spoiler music at the moment. There's no way you can discuss this without yeah. giving away the plot. It's written and directed by Mike Flanagan. Mm-hmm. I have learnt to love things that Mike Flanagan has produced. It's began to be a name that I actually look out for. Mm-hmm. In the past, he's done uh, Absentinia, Oculus. Seen that, clearly. <laughs> Doctor Sleep. Saw that. Also, When I Awake, which is another one on Netflix. Okay. Haunting of Hill House, Haunting mm. of Bly Manor. Yeah. Yep. He's made very much a niche for himself yeah. in this horror. It's not slash and... No, it's not torture porn or blood guts horror. Supernatural it's, horror. Yeah, yes, it is, it's it is, more supernatural. It is more supernatural stroke cycle 
pathological. It's yeah. you look at this and something is wrong. You don't know what, but <laughs> something <laughs> is wrong. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Now, I think the whole premise of yeah, Midnight Mass, it, it's faith more than anything else. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a treaty on faith. Mm. I wouldn't say how it can be abused, but how it can be sort of twisted to sort of suit Well, well it, it turns into a cult. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Reading the interviews with the guy, one of the inspirations for this is the Janestown Massacre back in 76. Is that the one with the drinking the, the yeah. Kool-Aid? Yeah. Mm. The, the, that, yeah. There's a very deliberate reference that, to, yeah, that to that is Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's where the line the drinking the Kool-Aid drinking comes the Kool-Aid. from. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was the fact that this whole town, this whole village, of, I think it was about 100, 200 people. 120, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. No, no, uh, <clears throat> Janestown. Oh, I see, sorry. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Could, on the word of their preacher, the pastor, could mm-hmm. quite happily commit suicide. Yeah. yeah. And in here, they do. Yeah. But they actually had evidence that they might come back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit different. Yeah, rather <laughs> conclusive evidence. Yeah. Well. <laughs> come on, Gene. Come on. It's come interesting on. Where, it, where it ends up, what it ends up being. Um, they don't really explain it either. No. Nah, if we hadn't had to watch this, I'd have turned off after the first episode. Oh, really? Mm. That quickly? That mm. quickly. Within minutes, to me, he turned up the crate. Cats being picked up out before we saw the dead cats. Yeah. Oh, so it's a vampire movie. Really? You got it so quickly? I mm. got it very yeah. quickly. It's kind of like, yeah, oh, let me guess what this could be. I, I suppose, yeah, when you think about it in retrospect, like the coffin of Dracula. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Transported across the sea. Sea and, and all the rest of it. There wasn't any characters I really had sympathy for or connection really? for. Mm. Uh, Riley, possibly. But mm. it was like, I just, there was some, brilliant acting and I thought, mm. The acting by Bev, the lady that plays the um, curate, oh, yeah. um, was <laughs> yeah. very, very good. But I, and I think the biggest thing with it for me is I recognise a lot of it, having been brought up in a very religious, yeah. you know, taught at Sunday school and all the rest of it. Yeah. And I don't know if my patience for religion has waned, my patience for bigotry <laughs> has disappeared or what have you, but I fast-forwarded through so much of it because I mm. just sat there thinking... I just couldn't take the watching a programme where I'm having to listen to sermons, literally. <laughs> OK. Yeah. yeah. I don't um, think he's, he was doing it in an attempt to, <laughs> oh, no, to convert no, to me. It's, quite it's, the not, opposite, religious, it's yeah. not religious conversion <laughs> at all, but... I just I just can't watch that anymore. Mm. I've, I've yeah. been to too many... I think it's because I've had people preach at me. And, mm. yeah. And, yeah. You've yeah. met Bev in real life. I've yeah. met Bev in real life. <laughs> I've had to endure yeah. train journeys with people like that. Oh, oh so to have mm. to sit there... Yeah, I've even gone to services where I thought, any minute now, they're going to set fire to me. <laughs> um, so to actually sit there, and there's someone going on about... And there's part of me because I know that people hold faith dearly and I get a bit annoyed when it gets twisted even for entertainment's Mm. sake but I just can't sit through that kind of thing anymore Um, (laughs) and I don't think I actually missed any of the plot lines for it it wasn't like it progressed much the descent of that community into that cult of personality yeah I was just about to say but the thing is they had already the the very beginning of it they had collected they didn't like him because they had this old priest that they'd already adopted the cult of personality in that they were worshipping that guy before he even turned yeah, up. Not to yeah, say 
Even the rejuvenated. He wasn't quite as... I, we didn't see him, really, as the old man very much. We, we don't get the feeling he was quite as... Know, what's the term? His word was the law, though. Yeah. And I, I have to say, did none of them have... I take it this is an alternative universe where vampire books and vampires never existed. Well, <laughs> if, you, if you note, as I said, you mm, fast forward, yes. if you note that the word vampire isn't it used never once. appears. No, it yeah. never actually he's, appears. He's an angel, but for this to be real, then... Or the, the, within this universe, there are no vampire the, the stories. Way, the, yeah. the, the way I, I got it is, yes, it was a vampire. Mm. Yes, yeah. it had some of the vampire tropes, mm. but it could quite as easily possibly been a disease to which the vampire stroke angel mm, was the, the yeah. ultimate product mm, of it. Yeah. But it starts off as an infection, as oh, a yeah. disease. Could be Maybe. either. But the one thing it sure as heck wasn't was an angel. Oh, in, no. In but the stereotype view of a Catholic priest or the Catholic faith, that was not an angel. Well, but if so you, how the hell you mistook it for yeah, a vampire? If, if I may, if I may, the, at the time, the guy was senile. Mm-hmm. When, when, well, he, yeah. when he was struck as an 80-year-old, he was senile, he was demented. And he literally, physically and literally lost his way. Mm. Now, Mm. I think to a certain extent that delusion continued. It was one of the things that stuck with him. But it was also slightly self-centred because he saw what that could have done and what that could achieve. And also of a very significant other that was left back in the village. Mm. Mm, Yeah. Which was um, the doctor's mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. His his basically his His, his mistress. Yeah. 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 I think whether he was consciously or unconsciously blinded by his faith as to mm. believe in this creature was an angel of God. I think he did believe it at the beginning. Mm. He yeah. did. Yeah. And he, mm. he kept saying that uh, in the scriptures when people saw an angel they were afraid and yeah. they were really mm. pushing that. Yeah, but and, yeah, as, as you say, I mean, it's, it's twisting the scriptures mm. yes. yeah, to what suits the purpose. Yeah. And it didn't help by the fact that you had, as his confidant, someone who was like Bev King, mm. yeah. who was self yeah, she she, she <laughs> yeah. knew the scriptures inside out, backward and front, and could quote any scripture for any situation. But she didn't understand them. No, she could twist mm. them to her own, yeah. Ma- yeah. To her own advantage. Yeah. yeah, I think for me. It was an interesting story. There's elements of it remind me of Salem's Lot to an extent. Mm, yes. yeah. The pacing was very, very slow. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, I just I, I got it too quickly. I literally got it by the end of the first episode, what was going on. So from that point on, it was like waiting for everyone else to, to for the penny to drop, so to speak. I get the whole religious aspect of it, and they look at, you know, what is the devil, what is God, what's right, what's wrong, blah, 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 blah. But I just found it too uncomfortable to watch. Mm-hmm. I really did. I, 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 I can hand on heart say... I did not enjoy watching it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I enjoyed the acting, the special effects, and I like at the end where the girlfriend, whatever she was, you know, she actually pulls him back to it so she can cut his wings. There's some nice yeah. bits in there. No. It, it, this is very deliberately what would happen if a vampire was in this community and oh, yeah. it was all within this religious fervour. and Yeah. yeah. Mm, obviously, with the sermons, I mean, all the parishioners, you could see them, they were hanging on to this guy's every word. Mm. Well, he did uh, perform miracles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was only as it, as it started, you, you claimed that they were, uh, you said, 
that they're already in his soul, which I have to disagree because there was only two mm, or three yeah. parishioners yeah, yeah, so in the church. Yeah. They only turned up at maybe significant days mm. like Christmas or Easter. Yeah, Easter yeah, yeah. I mean, otherwise, it was a part of the dead community. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I have to admit, I did like how they sung, not the church choir, but the, the overlay incidental into the music. Yeah. The, the yeah. Some of those were very, I, very well mm. done because they were, they were nicely twisted in terms of how they were actually the the the, the sp- hang on a second no, the, no, the speed no. of them and the tempo of the actual yeah. hymn the way they did it it was a bit like how they changed that rem mm. song from a fast song to yeah a slow one for donnie darko oh yeah i mean that is it i mean the incidental music i found very effective it was very mm. sparse just the occasional sort of strike of a violin chord or something yeah. like that so, as the saying goes or less is more and that yeah. sort of did work in that instance personally mm. i can no longer hear the hymn nearer thy god to thee mm. without at least some <laughs> level of sadness in mm. what with this and Titanic yeah oh, really again yeah because it's what they played on the Titanic <laughs> every piece of incidental music was a hymn yeah mm-hmm. oh, really okay yeah of what Back to my dark days. I, I, I recognise virtually all of them. Um, I, I think I need to point out, and I don't think this is going to shine me in a good light. Oh, okay. Um, you yourself. The, the, no. girl, uh, the girlfriend, uh, Katie Sigol. Mm. Yes, Erin yeah. to... Green. My God, can she scream? Oh, blonde, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was, she was in Hill House, and there was, a light, there was a scene in there, and also in this, I think it's the seventh episode where she produces this soul wrenching Mm. oh good mm. grief destroyed death of hope and death of love screen oh yeah Mm. i say the acting is yeah Mm. yeah yeah yeah, it's quite a bold move as well. The, the nominal hero of the beast get killed off. Yes. yes. Mm. Oh, but that was that a bit before the That was, was, spectacular yeah. that that was, was. very effectively yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. That really was. I mean, I, I watched that once by myself, mm. and then I watched it with Karen. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it's worse when you know what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not a case of, oh, they li- this time they'll live happily ever after. No. No, no. 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 it's worse when you know what's mm. going to happen. Yeah. And I quite liked the way that Bev Keen effectively destroyed herself. Oh, yeah. And all her, her mm. minions, it yeah. was in the end. Mm. Just without thinking it through, just yeah. destroyed all their yeah, places they could hide. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> she, she had destroyed the soul of the village uh, mentally when you were told that she forced, told everyone to accept the oil company's money yeah. mm. rather yeah. than taking them to court and getting a lot more yeah. and then getting donations for, off of everyone yeah. and having to build the, uh, yeah. the, the village hall. I yeah. wonder what she spent the money on. There can't be much to spend yeah, money yeah, it, was a, it was a case of she'd already destroyed it then and mm. then she physically destroyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you just get the impression that Bev sort of sorted off most of the uh, compensation mm. money from the oil well, company. One way yeah. or another, yeah. Sorry, I do like the fact, one of the, the standout moments for me personally, is during the end where the mother of um, our... Oh, Riley. Riley. Yeah. Turns, just before she's killed, turns to her and says, you're really not a very good person. <laughs> yeah. And she just stands there and blinks. Oh. She does yes. not compute. Someone, I don't understand. Someone really need to have told you this a long, yeah. long time ago. Yeah. To some extent, there are some, not stereotypes, but there are characters here in that you've got the very earnest, faith-driven priest who's naive of the world. Yeah. Yes. You've got 
this bigoted, hypocritical woman yeah. mm-hmm. who is drenched in religion mm-hmm. yeah. and doesn't actually live by it whatsoever, no, but spends no. their entire life judging everyone yeah. else by these I'm, high yeah. I'm going to do what's good for you, even if it kills you. Yeah. 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 Um, they're all very well-observed personalities. Yeah. You've got the drunk who accidentally shot the girl who's never been able to come to terms with it. The, the communities. Yeah. That, the sheriff. The yeah. Yeah. He's uh, Muslim. Muslim, yeah, Muslim and that yeah. kind of stuff. And they're trying to convert his son yes. and yeah. peer pressure and, and what have you. So some, some really good characters, some really good story interactions and all the rest of it. Lots of poisoning going on. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. But just too much heavy on the, um, yeah, a bit heavy the church on the, yeah. for me. Mm. So did Bev try to kill the priest? Did she poisoned him At, fairly early on? Because no, he, he collapsed and he started... No, I think I think that was a natural product of what was done to him via the angel. Because it, it was, was a, it was slowly. Okay. He, he, he's, he, he, sorry, he was contaminated first. Yeah. So yes, he yeah. was contaminated longest. Yeah. Because that's one thing I didn't get, and I must have missed it. He gets, he meets the angel. Yeah. Yep. Gets killed. Gets given the blood. Yeah. But still manages to walk around in daylight for yeah. a time. For a, for time, a time. Yeah. Gets to the island. Goes out. One evening, we don't see what happens. Comes home, froths at the mouth, croaks it, and then, for want of another reason, other including the possibility of copyright laws, turns into a vampire yeah. <laughs> effectively. But the others have to t- drink a solution, a clear solution, That's whether the it's poison, plasma poison. or poison. Yeah. No, that that was the that was the poison. That's the rat poison. Oh, so yeah. to, kill them. To, to kill them. Yeah, yeah. So they've I've, already infected, yeah. and that just kills them, so that I, they can then yeah, become. Can, yeah. It seems to be if you die in a brought back. Yeah. Then you can't go out into the light. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I presume he can't have died in the Holy Land. He just no. just been no. I, he died. No, yeah. He didn't start getting the hunger pains until he came until back after to the island. He was, yeah. I don't know. I thought he was poisoned, but no, whatever happened. No, to him. I, I don't think uh, personally he had the same sort of yeah. blood coming out of the mouth yeah. that yeah. the dog had. I don't think he was poisoned. So I think he was contaminated for the longest yeah. and was recontaminated. Uh, okay. Multiple times with a lar- larger, you know, uh, with a source amount of blood rather than mm. the rest of the townspeople were only contaminated slightly mm, yeah. through the diluted blood mm. taken during yeah. communion, mass. Yeah. Which is enough to bring them back up to health. And yeah. Whatever, yes. And why did those kids survive? Did they not... They, they, uh, they weren't killed and brought they back. They weren't killed. They, they, they ran. Yes. And it was a case of, by the end, rightly by the end of it, uh, the girl can no longer feel her legs. Mm, yeah. So it's a case of, I think it was it's been leaked. passed... Through the system, okay. either passed through yeah. the system or the Sp- angel vampire the sphere of influence was, yeah. was, was taken out. Dead, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, what would have made it more interesting? I told you this. Yeah, sort of driving back to your house the other night. Yeah, it was um, when Riley went into the church and the priest was there, and also the angel. What would have made things a lot more interesting was if Riley had ran out of the church, slammed the door shut, and all you could hear was this almighty thud on the <laughs> <laughs> as the angel flew into the door <laughs> and a muffled, muffled bugger. <laughs> he was a very effective-looking mm-hmm. angel. angel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very well done. But as I say, it's not quite a vampire because they've picked and choose the vampire tropes yeah. that they're adhering to. Yeah, because it never speaks. Never. Sp- Speaks. No, really. um, it hisses and a lot. When it's feeding, it is exceedingly an animalistic. Yeah. In mm. that they shoot at it and it, it 
behaves as if it's a fly, but yeah, she can cut its wings and it's she it, can easily bring it back to her. Yeah, it's concentrating on the feeding. That is yeah. Yeah. its be-all and end-all. Yeah. As, yeah. as you said, when they shoot at it, it merely goes, go away. Yeah, it stop. shot mm. in the back of the neck or something. It doesn't mm. do much damage. No. Yeah. In biblical terms, there are fallen angels. Yeah. Which is presumably what we're meant to think yeah, of this. Who are vampiric, for want of yeah. a better word. Yeah. They haven't become devils. They haven't gone down to hell and all the rest of it. They are a branch of the angelic service themselves. And I cannot for the <laughs> life of me remember what they're called. But yeah, for whatever reason, they've fallen and they become like a parasite yeah. upon the earth. So mm. it, it could be that that's what this... Yeah. Because there's it's not so, explained. It's not explained. There's so much other religiousness around yeah. this that that's mm. very possibly, and that's why it's never referred to as a vampire. Yeah. And so, in effect, it is an angel. Just mm, but a fallen one. Not the kind... <laughs> well, actually, to be honest, if, if you go back to biblical terms of what an angel was, no one would really want to bump into one. <laughs> yeah. They aren't sweet little cherubs with halos. And yeah. All. The fact it was found in the Holy Land implies it had been trapped there for a couple of thousand years yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. And maybe sometimes back in the past it had attacked people I don't know maybe that's where some of the stories come from and I don't mm. know he's not really explained that mm. side of it no Angel- what it is where it came from what effect mm. it's had in the past angels are actually volons <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but also it, it, this is the first person it must have been able to infect well certainly in modern times in, mm. well the fact that it's still there all yeah. this time it, it obviously wants to get out of there it to was- get somewhere else to infect other people the fact it's still there... Yeah. Well, it's trapped. You, you, it's because yeah. there was that... Uh, yeah, you're not you know, sure whether... Yeah. 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 It's, it's entombed. Yeah. Then the area has been uncovered by a, a like sandstorm. like the mummy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, effectively. So, yeah... We, we spoiled it, rather, but uh, yeah. it's still worth a watch, I well, think. Should, should listen to the spoiling music. There are other opinions. Yeah. If, if, you, <laughs> if you are not put off by extreme amounts of religiousism... <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one, then. Religiosity... <laughs> Religiosity, religiosity. Yeah. But uh, I, uh, I am uh, sad that you didn't enjoy it. I am sad that that obstructed your. Uh... It, it, it... Have you seen the other ones? Have we seen Hill House and No, I've not seen them because, say, so, the acting was, was yeah. really good. It, it's, he uses a lot of the same cast, yeah. and I, I think it has to be pointed out that the the father there, oh, yeah. Henry Thomas, is Elliot yeah. from, oh, right. from yes. ET. Yeah, I didn't recognise him with that moustache. The character observation is excellent, but, yeah, it just didn't float my boat. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Burnt your boat. (laughs) It takes all sorts to make licorice. So, dear listeners, if you'd like to share your opinions on Midnight Mass, you can do so by emailing us at show at staggeringstories.net. Emailing us. (laughs) Emailing Dear listeners, we've been listening to some audio magic, haven't we? Yes, we've all been listening to Paul McGann and India Fisher. Mm. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. But something must be stirring, something hidden in the shadows, something which kills the servants of an old Edwardian mansion in the most brutal and macabre manner possible, exactly on the chimes of the hour, every hour. 
as the grandfather clock ticks towards midnight. Trapped and afraid, the Doctor and Charlie are forced to play detectives to murders with no motive, where even the victims don't stay dead. And time is running out. I like this one. It's, this is part of the, the monthly range. Yes, number, yes, it number, was. Number 29 of the monthly yes. range. Yeah, they did a block of McGann, didn't they? Yeah. Monthly range yeah. for a I think four this, or five months, whatever. Yeah, I think this was the part of the second block, if I remember rightly. Okay. Mm. It's Groundhog Day, Doctor Who style <laughs> This is written by Rob Shearman. Indeed. I usually Indeed. find I really, really don't like Rob Shearman as a writer. Mm. Okay. Specifically because his characters always change depending what the plot needs to do. <laughs> his stories, I find, are very much plot-driven rather than character-driven. Maybe. Okay. But having said that, it works for this. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> it really does. The characters' motivations keep flip-flopping because of the surrounding story. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I've listened to this one a couple of times, yeah. funny enough. So I yes, well, many times. This again. Um, 2002 it came out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise it was It's a nice standalone yeah. one. Mm. Yes, it... It helps to know how Charlie became yeah, it the does. doctor's assistant. Yeah, but, Storm Warning probably needs to be listened to. So, so. But if you haven't listened to Storm Warning, it kind of becomes apparent that some that all is right mm. in the state of Denmark by the end of it, so <laughs> to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I say, Charms of Midnight is very much, Vic- well, not Victorian, Edwardian ghost story. Mm. Yes. Yeah, we're doing this on Halloween. Mm. Yeah. This comes yep. out, but it's actually a Christmas ghost yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... Which this, is much more of a tradition this, in this country. Yeah, this would have been, I would quite, this would have fitted in quite well BBC Two yeah. around about 11.30 yes. Christmas Eve <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah. They, James style. Yeah, they yeah. used to do a Lot of, used to do a lot of ghost stories. Well, beginning to come back. back. 70s, mm-hmm. yeah. Beginning to come back as the Christmas ghost story. Yes, indeed. So you, you have them arrive in an old Edwardian house. <laughs> in the um, larder. In, in the, the larder. larder. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Break a, <laughs> of all places. Yeah. Yeah, break a jar of jam. Raspberry jam. Raspberry jam, yes. Mm. You get a name written on dust on the mm. table. Edith. But, Edith. Edith. But Charlotte Edith can't write her name in mm. the dust no. on the table. The jam suddenly isn't broken anymore. Her dress mm-hmm. isn't marked. The flames are giving out heat but aren't moving, moving no. in, in the fire. <laughs> yeah, and then slowly they end up coming into a house with people around them. It's almost like they're, they're in this building but not actually there. They almost arrive into it. It's almost like the beginning of Space Museum. They seem to have jumped mm. the time tracks. Mm. Yeah. As it said, so they're there but they're not there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are expected because they're down in the scullery area mm-hmm. they are expected because they are the great detective, detective. <laughs> <laughs> and his spiffing assistant <laughs> from a uh, beginning they're from scotland yard and then halfway through they're consulting detectives because the doctor suggests mm. to charlie that's what they should be i think yes and, yeah and, uh, then, then he's, he's, he's the great sleuth yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Mm. and charlie is known as was it poppet most of the time mm. oh yes oh, okay. that's yeah. um the chef yeah the cook. Cook. yeah mary the, uh, yeah i've got two minds about her one she reminds me very much of mrs miggins from blackadder <laughs> season three mrs miggins pie shop but also well, plum pudding in this one yeah but but also christmas. she is very much 
a archetypal cook as in Downton Abbey, as in upstairs, mm. downstairs. Oh, it's very upstairs. They're, they're upstairs, all yeah. cut from that cloth. Yeah. And the cook loves Charlotte. Oh, yes. Mm. Bestest cook, buds. Bestest buds. The cook only cooks the Christmas pudding for Charlotte. Um, Charlie's, Charlie's loved uh, the plum pudding. Plum pudding, yeah. yes. Yeah. How she um, knew this. All the way through those bloody plum puddings. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> wouldn't be Christmas <laughs> without your plum pudding. <laughs> but you've got the cook, the chauffeur. The chauffeur, the scullery maid. the scullery maid. The yeah. head, head butler. Head butler. And you've got the, the upstairs, upstairs maid. maid. Yes. And that that's your main star. That's the cast of characters. The butler doesn't die, but the cook, the scullery maid, mm. the housemaid and the, the chauffeur, chauffeur, chauffeur does, yeah. also all die. Some of them more than once. Yes. <laughs> Some of them, are, the chauffeur's run over by his Bentley or could be his or, Chrysler. Or Chrysler, yeah. Chrysler yeah. which he parks some, afterwards. Yeah. Some definitely some anachronistic stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah. there's some drowning. There's um, a sink plunger, yeah. which I thought was a bit dark. <laughs> yeah. dark. It died from having Been black stuffed. pudding stuffed. But they're yeah. all suicides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone keeps thinking, oh, it's a suicide. Apart that's, from the Doctor and Charlotte, yeah, That's the first reach for it's a suicide. Even though it's difficult to drown yourself in yeah. <laughs> But of course, yeah. it does turn out to have been a suicide yeah. all yeah. along. Or uh, force feed yourself plum pudding. Final, yeah. uh, but it is a revelation. It, yeah, mm. it's uh, because of what Charlie's done, or what the doctor's done with Charlie, for now, <laughs> um, time has gone sort of twisty turny. Oh, good grief. And Edward Beth, Grove is alive. Yeah, Edward mm, Grove, yes. the entity, is taking advantage of that. But yes. it can only kill on the strikes of a clock. Yeah. Mm. It is very sapphire. Steel. Oh God! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's like no, time no, no, itself. No. Is Karen's the... had mentioned mentioned it does have yeah. a very strong sapphire and steel yeah. vibe for running through it. I did kind of like this came first, but I did kind of like oh, it's very similar to House. Yeah, this one the house is sentient. Oh, house, in Doctor's wife, you mean? In Doctor's mm, wife, yeah. although it's a planet, the sentient adversary is a thing. Yeah, yeah, something you don't yeah. expect to be alive, yeah. rather than a person. It's not very clear how it happens, but the Doctor mentions how houses mm. can soak up emotions and well, tra- yeah, traumatic uh, events. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly say, that sort of thing. Back to your... One theory about ghosts is yeah. the house absorbed or objects absorb this mm. energy. And the house, in this case, had absorbed a suicide. Mm. But a suicide that may not now happen yeah. because of what happened in Storm Morning. Yeah. So there's a yeah, paradox there which has brought yeah. it to life. I mean, as more deaths occurred, the house became more sentient. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does strike me, as what uh, fake Keith was saying, does strike me, aspects of it are very sad. Mm. Uh, before it all kicks off, we do get a scene in the scullery in the kitchen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where you have the butler, I can't remember his name. Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy, thank you. Yep. Shaughnessy castigating Edith, yeah. saying oh, yes. that you could mm. write your name in the dust. Like, no, I couldn't. Don't answer back. Yeah. I can't write my name. And it's the small mm. little... I can't write. Yeah, yeah. but it's the small, small little bit of, how can I put it, a, a sop, a bit of generosity that the butler shows her by writing her name yeah. in the dust. But then... We're back to... Yeah, and but then, very, very, the class divisions within the class. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> almost you're, instantly after he does it, he, he says to her, but remember, you're nobody. Yeah, and, yeah you're scary. That's it. It's, I mean, I'm nothing, I'm nobody. I mean, that's it. That is the mantra that's repeated yeah. throughout the episodes. And, we are nothing. We and are, as people, yeah. as the scullery maid gets killed, they very quickly forget who the scullery yeah, yeah. maid was. And things things get shuffled around. Mm. And also, um, spoiler music, spoiler music, is the fact that the cook 
has aspects of Edith when she, she's older. She is, yeah, the older incarnation. Yeah, and that it's Charlie new. Yeah, uh, and it's maybe. the fact yeah. that she, she she dotes on Charlie yeah. because Charlie is the only one who showed her every any kindness. Any kindness. Yeah. Now, no disrespect to the character. Another, I'm quite sure she didn't, but she showed her common courtesy. Mm. Yeah, which yeah. can be taken if you, if you're not shown anything in your life. Yeah, is taken mm. as kindness. Yeah, it's almost like Edith had been infatuation. Yeah, for yeah. Charlie. Yeah. yeah. I felt there were intimations of her Schrodinger's cat in this mm. in this episode. Oh, definitely. Because Charlie has... Beach. <laughs> <laughs> no, Charlie has memories of the uh, accident, the R101. Yeah. Yeah, mm. where she burns to death. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, sort of, how can she be alive and dead at the same time? That's, a, that's, that's, where, that's the ongoing yeah. arc of she's, this little season. At the end yeah. of this, she almost has to choose if she's alive yeah. or dead. Yeah. Do mm. you die in that fire mm. yeah. or are you alive? Mm. And Charlie knows she's both as well because yeah. she says, mm-hmm. I'm alive, but I can still hear and feel, yeah, feel the flames. Feel the, flames yeah. the certainty that you're dead. Yeah. There, is, mm. there is a similarity in some respects between this and Midnight Mass in that Midnight Mass was in some ways a distillment of a stereotypical characters in Bev and yeah. the priest. In this, when you find out what happens at the end, these are representations of a number of people in yeah. Edith's life. It isn't mm-hmm. a specific chauffeur, no. it's a number of different chauffeurs distilled mm. down into that yeah. one character. Yeah. It's a number of butlers yeah. so distilled into that one butler. All these people that have done they, wrong... They, they are ciphers. They yeah, are they've all people. been distilled into this mm. one personification. Yes, so Charlie had never been in his house before. No. And it's before she technically died. Be- well, technically, I think it's before she was born. Might even be before she was born. Yeah, it was yeah. 1906. 1906. Yeah. She died in 1930 something. Or other. But it's the first house that Edith worked. Yeah. In. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. the point at which the whole journey started with. It's, You're just the scullery uh, yeah. maid. You are nothing. And in the, fact, uh, the doctor the, turned up. There, yeah. The that's that's the, the kick off. The starter is the fact that the doctor is there with Charlie. Mm. Yeah. That's what kicks the whole thing off. Yeah. As I said to my in the beginning of this, uh, what I think I find is Rob Sherman's weakness in this story plays to uh, plays it as a strength because the characters. Especially like the chauffeur, uh, I'm driving a Bentley. No, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm driving a Chrysler. I'm, mm. the, the character's motivations and plots flips. The Bentley wasn't invented until another yeah. Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> the, in what would usually annoy me, works in this situation. Because it's such a weird, broken yeah. timeline. And yeah. The, the and resetting of the time. When you get to midnight, it resets again, he's back alive. Yeah. But the time can also be fucked, speeded, speeded up. up yeah. Because the house can yeah. only work yeah. with it. Mm. Not only on the hour, but within a certain time. Within the chimes. Yeah. Within the chimes. Yeah. So it speeds up the time in between. Well, as I said, they And got... then everything resets at midnight. Yeah, as I saying, that the, the pocket watch stopped moving when they were looking at it mm. and then suddenly sped up. But it also, it manages to slow down time so it can exist yeah. and have a conversation via Hennessy. Yeah. yeah. And also, I'd like to point out that all the actors here, you get the feeling of a, a repertory company because through this block, virtually all the actors are the same. Oh, okay, yeah. Through, they're through the different stories. So it's almost as if... So they, in a week they filmed or recorded, recorded a whole, several of these. And yeah, the with, all, with all the same cast. So yeah. it's sort of like yeah. a little repertory section. Some big finish I can, for want of a better word, wash over me. Yeah. But because you've got this one where it's stopping and starting and running back and then you move a different... You do have to listen to what's going <laughs> oh, on yeah. with this one. Yeah. Or you will start to lose track of 
But weren't they? Didn't they? Yeah. Wasn't that <laughs> lots of repeating <laughs> phrases? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So and, this yeah. is this is yeah. one you it's you have changing. to listen actively listen to rather than yeah. And so you're talking of repeated phrases. One of the most often repeated phrases: "Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without mm. your plum pudding," yeah. Yeah. which. Everyone can say, except for Edith. Mm. When Edith says that, well, that's obvious. I mean, do you have to be so obvious? <laughs> you know, every, everyone else, of course, yes, ha, yeah. ha, ha. But yeah. mm. when Edith says it, she's slapped down. Mm. Mm. Yeah, okay. because she, well, she's at the bottom of the food chain, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't help but feel a sort of slight twinge of her sort of sympathy for the house or the entity that was... <laughs> Edward know, Grove. Edward yeah. Grove. All it wanted to do was survive, even if it was by the most macabre means possible. Oh, yeah, it been... Even, well, even, into life even by to, suicide, and that's all it. Even yeah. to the extent of trying to hitch a ride on the TARDIS as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But you, ha- you have sympathy for it, but yeah, it shouldn't be there at all. Mm. It should, well, it's, yeah. a, it's an aberration. Mm. It shouldn't exist. Mm. Yeah. Look at some of the uh, notes here. Some of the names are from upstairs, downstairs, like uh, Badley, Mrs. Badley. Yeah, mm. that's the name the actress who played Mrs. Bridges, apparently. Mm. And the script editor upstairs, downstairs was uh, Shaughnessy. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. yeah, a little. Bit- Tip of the hand. Yeah. Definitely some uh, mm-hmm. nods there. But Apparently, also, this is the first time that a companion created specifically for the audio range appeared mm. on the front cover. Oh, hmm. I didn't know that, mm. but yeah. And Charlie was also the first new companion created for the current Doctor since Ace. Yeah. At this hmm. point. Was it Paul that invented Charlie? Or was that... Who was it Paul in, Paul vote, oh, first uh, of all? Paul Cornell. He invented... Yeah. Um, what's the name? Benny. Benny, Benny. that's yeah. it, Benny. Benny. Yeah, because yeah. um, the show hadn't come back at this point in time. Mm. 2002. 2002, yeah. So yeah. Three so this, years this, off was, this was the cutting edge. This was the ongoing series. Yeah, so McGann was still the current Doctor at yeah. that point. Yeah. <laughs> still the longest running doctor <laughs> sadly not to be beaten by by mm. with Tarka, but uh, mm. <laughs> anyway yeah really good right i remember thinking back in 2002 or whatever so nearly 20 years ago that this was an episode too long but listen to it now no i don't feel that at all uh, i i gotta admit i i disagree it all, yeah i disagree with me as well <laughs> it's, it's perfectly formed yeah i don't know why i thought that 20 years ago but it seems perfect now and it is interestingly enough it always even now is the top of the big finish poll for the people's favourite. OK, I know they brought this out on vinyl as well. Yeah. Some yeah. years later. Vinyl. Yeah. yeah, but whenever, whenever they, couple of years, they do a poll, what was your favourite? It, it is always near the top. Yeah, it's one of those. It's a relatively early one too, is it 27 yeah. or something? 29? Yeah. The other one I, I quite like that they did at this kind of time with the, is the inva- Invasion from Mars. Oh, which is probably yes. the one we should have actually yeah. done for Halloween. <laughs> I think mm. actually we've done yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, which is the War of the Worlds yeah. one, but Again, yes. that's with Charlie. It was with Charlie, isn't it? Yes, yeah, that's yeah. Charlie. And, and the, the, the spaced team. Yes, mm. Simon Pegg was in there. Simon and, Pegg uh, and Jessica. Oh, uh, yes. Stevenson's or the Hines. I can't remember what point she, yeah, she changed her name. At that point, but yeah. No, it's, it's, it's certainly, it's an old one, I've got to mm, admit, but yeah. highly recommended. Oh, if you yeah. haven't got it, go out and listen to it, mm. uh, go out and get it, or dig it out from the from the slush. A pile. Christmas, um, Halloween, Victorian, Edwardian ghost story. Only two ninety nine on Ooh. download from Big Finish Ooh, now. Plug, plug. Yeah. plug. I think it might even be free on Spotify as well yeah. some of the earlier ones are well free. I, I think this was one of the ones that they went back and broadcast on BBC, uh, Radio 7 I think yeah a couple months too early, really, for a Christmas... Uh, no, but, but... But it is still a spooky... It's a sp- uh, ghosty one for Halloween. So it works. It's a ghost story. Yeah! 
dear listeners, you've been writing to us. Thank you. Thank you. Just you. Yeah, that that's wonderful. Thank so you. So, who shall we start off with? We've had one from Naya. Hello, Naya. Hello, staggering storytellers. Hello. So, the big news is out. Russell T is taking Doctor Who back over. Mm-hmm. I'm terribly conflicted about this, to be honest. Ooh. Oh, right, okay, yes. On the good side, yep. he knows how to revive Doctor Who and make it popular and exciting. Yep. He's done it once, he can do it again. Hopefully. On the bad side, mm-hmm. his idea of exciting can be... Problematic. <laughs> okay. I don't like the idea of the first woman doctor being followed by every single woman being portrayed as either young, lovesick, and obsessed by the doctor, or over the ancient, wizened age of 31, and both <laughs> disgusting and hilarious by thinking any man could possibly attract to her withered, mummy like carcass. Sounds like my sister and I'm also not <laughs> looking forward to the return of plot lines like. This thing must never, ever, 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 ever happen or doom (laughs) will fall. Doom. Oh, wait, it just happened and it's totally nothing burger. Moving along. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to RTD's return, but I'm looking between the fingers of the hand covering my face. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. It would have been nice to see what Jodie W could have done if she wasn't being held back to fill the idea of Dr. Asoli, an assembled children's show, too. She obviously won't be coming back unless there's a big anniversary show, but Mm -hmm. I would very much like to have seen her doctor was handled by a different showrunner. They are. Yeah, I would would like to have seen uh, how she would have been dealt with by RTD. When when you look at a lot of the Facebook comments on this Mm -hmm. and you take out the absolutely purely obvious misogynistic ones, (laughs) most of them go on the lines of, Chibnall's going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it would have been a shame. It'd have been nice to see how Jodie did with Russell. Yeah, it really yeah. I think a lot of people get the feeling that she hasn't been written for as well fully, as she could fully, or fully fully utilised. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and it'd have been nice to see how the character, how her Doctor will have. She got a lot more to do in her second season, mm. and I'm very hopeful and pretty sure she'd get more to do again yeah. in yeah. this third and so we final got, one. So they still got a season to come. So, yeah. yeah, but then I felt that of Capaldi too. Yeah, I thought uh, he got better each season as well. Y- yeah, definitely. So it's not unique to her. I do wish at some point in the near future they will get over the idea that when you change the showrunner, mm. you have to change the Doctor because. If if they'd yeah. done that, Tom Baker would have done what, like one season, <laughs> <laughs> one, yeah. one story maybe, but depending on how you count it. But uh... <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I understand that you will have a showrunner, stroke executive producer, whatever the heck you want to call them, who's brought in and they've got a specific idea of how the direction they want to take the show, and that's why the BBC have brought them in and what have yeah, you. Yeah. But it would still be nice to actually have maybe a regeneration halfway through, not at the end of a season type of start, or to actually see how a character is handled by a different executive. Definitely that. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be end no. of showrunner, end of Doctor. And it's not something mandated by the BBC, anything like that. No. Because Tennant nearly stayed on for another season. Mm. The problem is they're very loyal to their, their showrunner, which yeah. is why Tennant decided to leave when, he did. when Russell T was going. He'd done his three years. He could have gone on for more, but Russell was going. Mm. Maybe he was going, let's go. He nearly changed his mind. 
but didn't. Yeah, uh, apparently he had a wobble. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if Capaldi thought three years was his time. Is I think Moffat was trying to go earlier mm. in uh, that case. Yeah. But couldn't. So he stayed on and then left almost coincidentally when... Because Capaldi we have, left. although I do agree with you, we have had uh, 11-12 under the Moffat run. Mm. So it's not necessarily been uh, Dr change producer yeah but, and we also but, had yeah. we had the first that we had Eccleston and yeah. Tennant but, but every producer change has been a yeah, doctor change yeah, yeah. so I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong I, I do agree with you with caveats, caveats that's mm. it yeah, yeah. If it's true we're going straight into a, the 60th anniversary special straight after the Witcher's final episode. That's a bit weird. Yeah. I wouldn't expect her to come back for the 60th and that. No, it'd be too close. That would be immediately the very next story. Yeah, yeah, it would be, <laughs> it's, it's too close. So that's going to be a weird one. But it would have been great to have her back for the 60th. Yeah. Which would have been under Russell T. Yeah. And maybe we get Matt Smith. He's already written for Matt Smith, but not for Doctor Who, but for Sarah Jane. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah, specials are different to the entire season with the new showrunner. Mm. Yeah, I think it's more as you say it's the change of a showrunner you change the doctor yeah yeah Yeah. there's no great conspiracy about it i don't think it's just oh no it's just that it it, it is interesting that once you cut through the obvious yeah you've got to remember you know the even most fans are like it it would have been nice to see her under yeah so there isn't that animosity around about the doctor is kind of like what i'm saying it's more it's unusual that people are glad that the director's coming (laughs) (laughs) i don't know at the end of every executive producer showrunners run people have wanted them gone Mm. I've never so, quite that's true of Russell T Davies at the time although people seem to be forgetting that now well, I've it's never true at the end of Moffat so large as this though <laughs> no it's true it came on rather quicker for Chibnall yeah <laughs> but anyway do we have any more feedback um, before we go to feedback yes oh <gasps> yes we probably should worship oh, yes. the head of Pertwee worship at the <laughs> metaphorical feet of Pertwee yes, well, he will mm. attack us with yes. his vampiric ways <laughs> vampiric eyes yes, yes. or is that a vampiric cravat <laughs> yeah. Anyway, after three. One, two, three. Hello, Hello head of Pertwee. And various other things. And Terence. And Terence. Yeah. Terence. 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 has got to have a call. Out. And Graham. Orange, Orange Clara. Yeah. <laughs> right, our next bit of feedback is from my very own dear wife, Fake Crumbly. Right. Hello, Hello, Fake Crumbly. Hello, this is feedback from Fake Crumbly, read to you by Crumbly. Please, no strange voices, especially from, <laughs> especially from Fake Keith. Uh, Midnight Mass, currently shown on Netflix, recommended by Real Keith. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good, if not a slow burner. Slow isn't the word. Crumbly had to keep me awake at times. <laughs> Do we want to know how? <laughs> Set on an island called Crockett. Nasty, depressing village. Where ne- there's a nearby island called Upwards, which was home to a lot of stray cats. It was a disgrace that the islanders made no attempt to feed or help them. Yeah, <laughs> so totally the, agree. So their fate at the end of episode seven came with 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 a cheer from yours truly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so both myself and fake uh, fake Crumbly are mad cat people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Basically, a father, Monsignor Pruitt, old, mm. decrepit, and sick, is sent on a pilgrimage for his health to visit the Holy Land. The daft old bugger wanders off into the desert and in a sandstorm falls upon the only cave inhabited by a dodgy-looking thing. He thinks he's an angel of God. It's a puppet. <laughs> I mean, it's so obviously a vampire as it sinks his teeth into his neck. Oh, please, wake up and smell the coffee, Pruitt. <laughs> the idiot, I'm sure, was tempted by the angel of God to, you know, to get him off of the uh, out of the cave. Pruitt crates him up and heads back to the depressing island and sets him free. To cut a long story short, 
Uh, with overzealous religious, religious scenes and a mad resident called Beverly, they are all turned into vampires. Mm. But through stupidness and the fact they hadn't learned to fly, are stranded as the island and at sunrise all burn. Uh, in which, in which I cheer. Pruitt thought he could have the miracle of bringing back to life his old flame and have a relationship with his love child. It is all a bit of a bloodfest and a bit silly. <laughs> it's either seven hours of entertainment or seven hours you'll never get back the choice <laughs> is yours one last thing my old dad after watching anything would say that's a load of rubbish <laughs> then we'll walk out fart in the doorway and go upstairs <laughs> leaving <laughs> leaving everyone to pick over the metaphorical uh, termite mound that had been kicked over <laughs> i do tend to agree with him on this one but watch it and make up your own mind here endeth the rantings of Fake Crumbly. Yeah, thank you. It, it sounds like Fake Crumbly and me were watching the same programme while the rest of you were watching a totally different one. Yeah. Well, so it's polarised opinion. It has, yeah. yeah. If anybody wants to send in their thoughts, we'd always be welcome to hear them, of mm. course. Yes, you can do so at show... At... Staggeringstories.net Well, that's it. Next time, though, Doctor Who. We've got two new episodes mm. Doctor two Who by the time the next one comes out. Ooh. That's right. Yeah. So, so what are we, else are we going to be? <laughs> so we've got the Doctor Who segment. What's um, <laughs> we're going to have a prob- a slight problem with reviewing the episodes of Doctor Who? If this is one feedback, story mm-hmm. done in different parts, aka mm-hmm. like the chase, <laughs> how are we going to be able to discuss it without spoilers? <laughs> Or you running out of the room every five minutes. Well, <laughs> as long as people don't talk about any next time trailers, then yep. that should be fine. Yeah, well, we'll deal with that as we can. Just concentrate on what we've seen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just talk about yeah. what we've yeah. seen and speculate based on just what's in the episodes, not anything beyond that, and uh, we should be fine. So we can't mention the great big purple eater. <laughs> not the purple people, people eater. eater. Yeah. Uh, she like eating purple head things. No, so a badge that says I'm a proper purple people eater. <laughs> Lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Yay! Oh, one. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who, new and new. Mm. Yes. Mm. So until that... S for spooky. If ever I hear that word once again, I'm going to go mad. Spooky. Spooky and spooktacular. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it just brings my Tourette's bubbling to the surface. <laughs> so until that splendiferous, spectacular, stupefying, shazam, <laughs> shivering, shimmering, silly, <laughs> comes sauntering towards us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Happy Salheim. Unk. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 379, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Welcome to prime time with some cool sounds with the cool cat, me, bouncing around the night.
Shame you haven't got Karen as she's our number one Charlie fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least you're not going to have as much swearing as you would have been if Karen was here. Why's that? You'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It's one of the things we're going to be reviewing. I'm going to get some of the swearing because I did enjoy it a lot. We'll wait and till I'm, we'll get there. We'll wait and, till get and there. And I'm the one who showed it to Karen. Mm-hmm. But Karen is the one we, who suggested we review it. First time, as you have mentioned, for at least 609 days. <laughs> yeah. We're not getting into, like, cat territory. It has been 1,433 million years, <laughs> 15 minutes, that I have been stuck in this car singing the song of our people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Origin fa- failing to take off. What? Why? How did it fail to take off? Uh, the What's wind the... was blowing in the wrong direction, if I remember rightly. No, it was too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to get your rant out now or later? Nope. Yeah, it's not so much a rant. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the main person you're going to be ranting at isn't going to be here, but uh, All right. I, I am standing in her stead. Shall we midnight mass it okay. then? <laughs> okay. Yes. I don't think there's any charges they can level at Alec Baldwin. I wouldn't have thought Because so. although he pulled the trigger... Yeah, he was told it was a he, he, he was, empty gun or a yeah, fake gun He was or in a justifiable <clears throat> position to be doing the action he was doing. Yeah. Safety precautions, as far as his concerned, were taken. You've got the plexiglass, all this yeah, yeah. and he's been given a problem. I have to sit there going, why are they giving him anything that can actually yeah. even have a squib in it? Because you see these fake guns that are supposed to be lighters... And even the police can't tell that yeah. they're flaky. So why aren't they using those? You could print 3D gut thing. It doesn't have to go bang. You can put the bang in afterwards with the audio. Yeah. 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 What's wrong with a solid plastic gun? Yeah. yeah, in most action films, all the, the gun muzzle uh, flash is all put in later in post. Yeah. Yeah. These aren't real guns. Often they're made of rubber or something because they're, they're stun guns. Yeah. So why they'd ever need a, a gun that can fire live rounds, I have no idea. I mean, I, I it's know crazy. it's especially in America, it's probably cheaper. In America, it probably actually costs more to go out and get a a realistic-looking fake gun, mm. and it does a real gun. Um, so, yeah, we can use that and just don't put bullets in it. Strange, but... but... Yeah, there's a lot coming out. Yeah, it's hard for us in this country to understand, but, yeah. uh, but Hollywood has always been there for mm. the cowboys. Literally. I had one evening where I had about half an hour to kill, nothing match on telly, nothing I'd videoed that I really wanted to get into, so I wanted to Netflix, and there's something called Scaredy Cats, I think it is. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> Just an animated thing. <laughs> no, no, no. It's charmed when they were kids kind of stuff. It's yeah. a young girl. Turns out her mother is a witch. Mum's died, but she's come of age. She's inherited the amulet. Two very stereotypical... <laughs> <laughs> which is after the amulet. <laughs> they t- keep turning themselves into cats. It is so totally childish. Mm. But You're hooked. I'm You're hooked. <laughs> <laughs> because it really is just so naive and innocent and silly. Yeah. It really is. I've got to it's admi- a bit the worst witch type Ooh. thing, you know. It's- I- I've got to admit, I understand where you're coming from. I am hooked on cats yeah. in underpants. <laughs> Sometimes you just see something that's not serious, that's not mm. grown up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're not grown up. That's it's not. It's not big and it's not clever. It, yeah. it appeals to my inner eight-year-old. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm allowed You're my, wrong. I was going to say I'm allowed my opinion. Just make sure it's the right one next time. You <laughs> sit there wrong in your wrongness. You wrong, wrong. Terribly sorry. I think I was channeling fake Keith there. <laughs>